so this morning I took Zach to school and he likes me to count down for him before I hand him off to the daycare worker. And, uh, but he, from was, what? I usually count up or sometimes count down. So I started counting and then his two little friends came over and I normally count to five, but I kept going <laughs> and they were laughing at me and I kept increasing pitch. And so by the time I got to 20, it was like as high as I could possibly squeal. And they <laughs> thought it was so funny. They were all laughing their butts off. It was uh, awesome. It's funny. Welcome back to the the Robot Factory podcast. I am your host, Jonathan Bowers, uh, and with me as always, or at least for the immediate future, is Caleb Sharp. Hi. Yep. Always here. Always will be. <laughs> you just stuck in this little box forever. So what's going on? How did progress go this week on realist, realtor image thingy? Oh, realtor image thingy. I can't remember. So it's either realtor image thingy real estate thing real estate image or realtor image gen oh and i keep forgetting what i'm calling it so every time i need to remember the name for like a docker image or like yeah. naming the project somewhere i'm using a different name <laughs> so it's getting really probably, confusing yeah we should come up with a name yeah I, that, that needs to be somebody's job but i don't want it to be mine so i'm gonna make it yours well i was looking at at domains i was like oh you know be cool openhouse.io but that's that's so taken. clearly taken. That has to be taken. We could do something like openhouse.party. I think I looked and I think I think it was missing open most of the top level domains. Party. Can't be reached. Let's see. Well, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean someone's not squatting on it though. Oh, I know. Oh, it's premium. Ah. Oh. Right. Yeah. Openhouse.social is $8 a year. Apparently. Oh, that's actually not bad. But then it's $35. That's fine. Okay, openhouse.social. Ooh, let's think about it. We definitely have to think about it before releasing this episode, before buying it. So <laughs> that's a good let's point. Think about that. Openhouse.social. Let's, uh, let's think on that. I like it. I like it. I like That's social. Yeah. The, the top level domains that are longer than three characters kind of scare me, though. I worry that people well, will just immediately assume that they're like, some kind oh, of scam. It's some kind of scam. I think as long as we put enough f flavorful, conf like decorations on the site, people will realize that confetti. Oh, yeah, this is, Were you going to say yeah, confetti? confetti. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They load up the confetti. site as confetti. You want a free iPhone 10? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that'll work. But like real confetti, like the confetti that is is G GL powered, like WebGL oh, like, confetti, like not not. Yeah, GPU accelerated GPU confetti. Not, not confetti. That's just clearly an animated GIF. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Openhouse.social. Let's think about that. So, what did you do? How how did how did the week go? So, I think I worked on it yesterday mm -hmm. and today a little bit. I ran into a bunch of issues with deploying it, so I kind of had to switch up everything and go a different direction. But it seems to all be working now. So there is there's like a live version of the site. It still looks super ugly. I didn't get around to doing that yet because I figured that was maybe not as important as making sure yeah. I could get it running somewhere, but secondary. I mean, because yeah. the way it, the way it is, I haven't I haven't clicked to look at it because you just literally deployed this like a half an hour ago when we were yeah. in the meeting. I haven't had a chance to look at it, but I think it's probably enough that we can go and chat with some of our friends who maybe maybe that not that they don't care about the way it looks, but can look past that to give us some feedback. Yeah. I. I think the UI could be kept mostly as ugly as it is. I still think some of the like core functionality 
stuff. I think so. One of them is I think the image it's outputting is at like a fixed resolution. It's like 2000 by 1000 or something. Right. Which isn't, I mean, it makes the image. It's also really ugly still. I haven't yeah. updated that. The um, image itself that it outputs is ugly. Yes. Unstyled, maybe we should say. Yeah. I, I mean, it is styled. It's just styled in like the, I just like quickly yeah, just to like yeah. position stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. We, it might still get the core idea or what it's going to do across. You've got it running and live. Without getting into too many of the technical details, because I don't know that we want to bore everyone, why did we deploy it? What, how, how are we doing this? How is it How is it being deployed? And why did we do it that way? I don't know how to explain that without going into technical details. <laughs> okay, well, that's a very <laughs> okay. technical question. Descend into the technical details a little bit. Okay, okay. So uh, originally... It was deployed on AWS Lambda, basically. Not super relevant, but the important part is there's a hard limit on the size that like the code you upload can be to Lambda. And because we're including Chrome, which I talked about last episode on the podcast, the size of the code that we were trying to deploy to Lambda was 250 kilobytes bigger than oh. the size limit on the function. The, the limit's 50 megabytes, and, and it was 50.25 megabytes. <laughs> and I was like, maybe I could optimize the size, but it just feels like we're going to be so close to that ceiling that there's not going to be a lot of wiggle room. So I just deployed it elsewhere in a slightly <laughs> different way. <laughs> and it seems way. to be working. It might end up being more expensive. It might end up being less expensive because we might fit within a free tier. I don't actually know. Yeah, the one the one we're using right now is uh, called fly.io, F-L-Y, like fly on the wall, .io. And the, they let us deploy much bigger things. I guess a little bit more flexibility in that way because we can just pack a bunch more stuff in the in the thing that we're deploying. Yeah. But it's also, it's also, I think, something that is a little bit easier to transfer to someone else. Not that the way we were doing it previously was going to be hard to transfer to someone else. The, the, the restriction there was that size limit, as you said. But our, because our goal is to try and ideally have this thing be acquired by someone, we want to make it really easy, like not to have it too, too tangled up in our existing infrastructure and other stuff. So we're going to try and build it in a way that we can much more easily transfer it, transfer ownership of it to someone else. Yeah. Without, yeah. Like, without disrupting anything. I mean, hopefully it's massive and there's so much traffic that we have to worry <laughs> about it, but we don't want it to be a, like a, big, a big ordeal. Yeah. Yeah, I, the way it is now is the whole application's packaged up into a Docker container, so it can mm. basically be deployed anywhere, and it's super easy to move around. Do we have a database for it yet at the back on the back end? Technically, yes. It's using a Postgres database to store user information because it has logins, but it's not actually oh, it's right. not storing anything other than that. That's that's all through Superbase. Superbase, <laughs> which, is, which is another service. Okay, um, but supposedly they provide fairly well. They actually don't say. They say if you need to transfer to send them a message and they'll help you do it. So I'm assuming mm. it's pretty straightforward, but I think even if that doesn't work, we can just like dump the database and create a new project and just like import the database right. and then yeah. it'll work and then just update API keys. In some ways, this feels like we are optimizing for a future that feels very, very uncertain and maybe we shouldn't care that much and we just need to figure out if somebody wants this. But it's not that hard, and it's kind of fun to play around with some of these new some of these new tools that we've never tried. Like Superbase is one super fun to say, Superbase. and it's it's pretty cool because you 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 moved you were able to work with it really quickly, right? Like it's 
it's a pretty slick set of technologies yeah you know, to dabble around too much monkeying with your own thing you could use you could use something that somebody else built yeah it's pretty similar to firebase i think just less well less google and i think slightly less proprietary kind of stuff because it's all using postgres but yeah setting up authentication was super quick they had like an example they even provide like an off-the-shelf ui for like login and sign up oh cool so we don't have to build that text input so just plop it in it's massive for some reason it's like 300 kilobytes but it was it was super quick to set all that up i think the majority that that the app took like a day to set up Hmm. a day to set up as in go from nothing to this It, it it took like a day to do like the whole front end and probably a day to do the back end part and then the deployment's taken a little bit longer because it's been maybe more exploratory. Right. So um, all told, you think you're in two and a half to three days worth of effort. Yeah, I think counting the effort that I put into it that was actually productive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, well, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, if some of this effort is looking around and deciding, oh, shoot, that's not going to work. Um, it's not like, like it was directly, it directly resulted in moving us forward, but it, it's still something that we had to do. Like you still have to do that, do that work and yeah. evaluate something. So I yeah. think it's worth con- counting that time. I, I think we should count that time. So are you tracking, are you tracking the time in our time tracker? It doesn't have a special tag because I actually don't know how to do that, but it, they should all have the word real in it. So if I can search uh, okay. by that, it's... It's either going to be way higher than I think, or it's going to be way lower than I think. <laughs> That's some metrics that I think would be fun to share, right? Like how much time, how much time have we spent on this thing? Especially if we're going to share share the journey a little bit and tweet about it. I'm seeing a lot more of those revenue charts that people like to share when they're doing, a, you know, build in the open startup. Some of them are, are encouragingly small. <laughs> like somebody, I just hit $41 in monthly recurring revenue. And that's awesome. Like that's super exciting both for them because they're excited about it and it's revenue, but also it doesn't feel intimidating. It doesn't feel like, oh my God, we got to try and get to $1,000 in monthly recurring revenue before we can start sharing any of this stuff. No, he's got like three customers. It's so cool. Mm. Yeah. So I want to share some of that stuff. And I think, I think also understanding what's going into it um, might be helpful. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It's hard to go and add... It's hard to go and collect data after the fact. It's easier to just, you know, anticipate it. But we don't want to spend too much time thinking about that kind of stuff. We want to actually see if this is going to work. Whether anybody pays us for it. I yeah, it's fairly it. low risk. We're not we're not sinking a bunch of time, a bunch of effort, and it's not costing us any like we're not having like we're using free tiers for a bunch of things. But I'm not I'm not totally convinced i mean i'm, I'm I, f- I feel like there's something here i don't know we'll see but one thing that i've learned because on one of our other projects we've done a we've had a great week of talking with customers and wow there's always some wonderful stuff to learn when you talk with actual customers i should say on this project they're potential customers they're not customers yet but still the conversations have been really really helpful i'm excited to have something that i can show to w- one friend in particular and maybe some more we'll see uh, and just like hey if we if we make this look less terrible, <laughs> is is there value here? Like, would would you use this? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I also I wonder maybe there's some like pivot from this that the application is still basically the same thing, but is for a different purpose. Okay, like what? I don't know specifics, but I feel like this ability to enter in some information and generate an image for like social media, a certain size. 
mm. I think could could be useful for other types of things. Like events. Like we just had an event. We have a, a small community group that we organize in Kamloops. And we had, we had an event, uh, just online Zoom meeting, but I didn't have an image for it. <laughs> um, I used the one that we had used previously, but you know, something like that might be kind of cool mm-hmm. to just, here we go. Here's the details. Just give me the image. I don't have to drop into, not that it's hard to drop into Canva for that kind of thing, but um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. The other thing. So, I mean, we, you and I were chatting about this in the office the other day with some of these cool AI tools that you can just describe describe things and boop, out comes an image. That would be kind of neat, is if you could punch in some of the data, right? Like we've got property data. Those feel like that would be hard to generate images from, and I think you'd want an actual image of a I don't think you want to generate an image of what your house <laughs> looks like. It's like, yeah, we just give it an address and AI is like, eh, it probably Makes looks this like this. like super mansion. <laughs> but I don't know, something like that where you can you can just type some words, get an image, and type some type some other words to put over top of that image and boop, here you go. I don't know. That's kind of neat. So what's what's next? What do we want to do next on this thing? Uh, one is probably making sure that it actually does work and doesn't have some crazy bugs that cause it to explode. Uh, I did find that it was running out of memory if I uploaded an image that was too big. So uh, okay. maybe some things like that, some guardrails. Right now it's kind of kind of like driving along the cliff's edge and it's real mm. close. And, it works, but we don't want to put too much of that stuff in because yeah, yeah. I think um, just like slapping a component library in to make some of the stuff look a little better, and then right. just updating that template to make the images and look. Snazzier. When you say slapping a component library in, you mean we just find some pre-existing set of nice-looking buttons and things and yeah. just use those, not doing any design. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. agree. And making sure it's. I think all the buttons and inputs are all like on one line right now, maybe added some space. It should be accessible though, which is good. Oh, I mean, it is okay. just a form, so it's not that hard to do, but. Accessible, sorry, accessible as in anybody with potential visual disabilities. Yeah, actually, <laughs> it's probably easier for someone to use with a screen reader than someone to use with their <laughs> eyes <laughs> right now. I think it makes more structural <laughs> sense to a screen reader. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, it's uh, it's got good bones, you know? <laughs> bones that's awesome accessibility first yeah right get it get it working on a screen reader before it works visually yeah well i mean part of our like when we write tests for front-end stuff oftentimes it's easier to write those tests if you've made it accessible in the first place so it's kind of a mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you help yourself too so yeah um, is it do you have tests are you writing tests oh yeah actually this? i have i have a front-end integration test and also an end-to-end test that actually tests that it's Generating an image, it can't really test that the image looks like it's supposed to, but no, okay. uh, it does. It, it makes sure that it's sending back the stuff and and drawing the new image. So, you said two words: integration test and end-to-end test. What are those? I know uh, what they are, but I want you to yeah. define them for the. So integration tests are testing kind of the front-end components without hitting like the back-end or or really doing any kind of side effects, I guess you could call them, yeah. uh, trying to test them in isolation, but but not so contrived in a way, like like chopping into little itty bitty pieces that don't actually provide value to test. So one of the tests for this is when you like type in stuff, if you type it in wrong, like say you type in words for the price, it, uh, it tests okay. to make sure that there's validation errors and stuff, okay. but it doesn't yep. actually send anything to the API. It doesn't actually I see. do anything. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And then the end to end test, actually, it launches like 
a headless instance of Chrome and Firefox and Safari and goes through and clicks the buttons and uploads it and it hits the actual API and generates the image and then it tests Sweet. all that. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay. And you've got that working? Did you, because I know we were talking about that. How was that experience? Yeah, that was that was pretty good. I ended up using Playwright for the end-to-end -end testing. We've used Cypress before, but uh, Playwright seems to have a nicer API. It seems a little bit more modern, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty easy to set up. It's running in CI or I guess CD, I don't know, continuous no, so yeah, continuous integration. So every time mm -hmm. we push up a change, it, it runs the tests. And, oh, cool. And it's like, this is broken or this is working, I guess. I think even now there's more, there's more test code than there is code code. Ah. <laughs> Which is good, right? Is it? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's because it's unstyled. Add a bunch of styling and that counts. I mean, I'm curious how much that's like, I don't think that that adds a ton of value to the product if we try to sell it. I have no idea. I mean, maybe, maybe somebody's going to look at this and be like, oh, wow, it's got tests. Extra, extra. Yeah. <laughs> There's a premium for that. Maybe. I mostly did it so that when I go in and restyle it, if I'm adding in components, I don't accidentally break it. Yeah. 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 I think that's, and that's helpful. That I think it seems like it doesn't make you move faster, but I really think it does because like, it feels like it's a lot of work up front, but mm -hmm. you get a lot of assurances when you're going yeah. in and making a bunch of changes. Yeah. Um, you get some maintainability, yeah. especially because this is going to, I think this will be something that will kind of finish up and it'll be done. And the next time that we make changes might be a while from now. So yeah. having those yeah. tests there. Yeah. Make sure that we don't accidentally break something because maybe we forgot how something works. Okay. I'm going to see if I can talk to somebody about it and we're going to check back in next week, hopefully. Yeah. Actually, next week is a holiday. Oh, so yeah. Maybe not next week, uh, but soon, but soon. 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 Actually, yeah. Next week, I'm. Yeah. I might not time. even actually have time to work on it next week. <laughs> okay. Perfect. We'll yeah. check in in a couple of weeks. Yeah. 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 And then we'll, well sell it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been great. We will talk to you all next week. I have been Jonathan Bowers. I am Caleb Sharp. See ya. Bye. I like it. Openhouse.social. Openhouse.social. Sounds like a, a an exclusive club. The Open House Club. I, what kind of music does it play? <laughs> House music? <laughs> <laughs>